It's been a quite few emotional few days in the sports world. How are we all handling this as sports fans? What's the best thing for us to do when we feel this range of emotions? And how can we say thank you to all these pioneers of the sporting world for what they've been able to do to make sports something that we not only love and cherish, but something that brought us all together? All this and more on this Friday episode of Jake's Take. Let's go! What is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Solomon at Jake's Take Podcast at Jake's So 14. I really thought that we would be able to kind of go back to our normal trend of excitement in regards to, you know, our stories and our episodes and obviously, I realize that it's hard to do that when we are facing so many different events throughout the sporting world. Now, on Tuesday, longtime Dodgers announcer Vin Scully passed away. And then earlier on, before that, Bill Russell passed away. And it would be important to just take some time to reflect on these two pioneers and athletes and sports heroes because of what they were able to do. Now, with Bill Russell, one thing that many people know him for is his amazing championship pedigree, how he was winning championships, how he's one of the best athletes of all time. But he was also the first black basketball coach in the NBA. That's huge. He also played in a time when Boston wasn't super accepting of a black player or a black coach. And he was chosen by Red Auerbach, also one of the best coaches of all time, to take over for him. So Bill Russell was, you know, very well known, very well beloved. And then the same goes with Vince Scully. I mean, he was the announcer for the Dodgers for close to 40 years and he was still very active and you're looking on social media and you're seeing all the love and respect for both Vin Scully and for Bill Russell. And that's just one of the big things about why sports means so much. No matter what team you support, no matter what team you love or you're a fan of, you have to think about all the people who made this sport possible. Now, I will say it, I am mad at the Dodgers. They took my favorite player from the Nationals, but I have to put that behind me. One, because Trey Turner just got traded. And another one, too, is that because in this regard, we can't kick people and organizations while they're down. The Dodgers nation, the Dodgers fan base, anyone associated with the Dodgers is hurting. But also, anyone associated with baseball is hurting as well. It's on us to think about how these people together created this dynamic for sports. And that could be a big reason why we love this game so much. So I know that we haven't been fully talking about sports from the small market or sports from the South. And I know that it's not meant to be intentional. I know that at this moment, as a podcast, especially when it comes to sports, we want to focus on different types of sports you want to focus on different mantras and even though that bill russell 
and Vin Scully aren't from the South, they're still an important part of sports history. I mean, you look at those two pioneers and their legacies are going to span forever. And that's really important, whether you're a sports fan, whether you're just someone who was big into it. The reason that I wanted to bring up both of these players is one, not only are they very important to their respective sports, but two, it's also that one of the many things that people have to understand is that Vin Scully is an inspiration to so many people. That's right. Everything that I've been seeing on social media for the past few hours and the support for Vin Scully has been phenomenal because people have said how much he's an inspiration for them in regards to wanting to go into broadcasting, for them wanting to go into journalism, for them wanting to go into sports or media, or even just how they watch the game of baseball. And at the end of the day, isn't that what's one of the biggest things? So let's talk more about Vince Scully. Obviously, we don't really focus too much on baseball on this podcast. I know that we only talk about really just the Braves. So let's talk more about Vince Scully. You know, what makes him so great? Well, here's the first thing. You know, he had 67 seasons of calling games for the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's very impressive because he retired in 2016. So he's calling games for such a long time. There are people who probably went to their first game and it was a Vince Scully called game. I think that's what's so impressive. But he was also there when they were in Brooklyn and when they moved to LA. Now that's another thing. Many people might not know that the Dodgers used to be in Brooklyn. I actually do know. My grandfather grew up in Brooklyn. He was a big Brooklyn Dodgers fan, and then when they moved, he was pretty bummed out about it, So, but that's another story. But in this regard, it's just really great to see that we're getting all the support. So, you know, he called Dodgers baseball games, but he's also called various football games, golf contests for CBS Sports. He was the NBC Sports lead play-by-play announcer from 83 to 89. He's also called the World Series games. So he's had a very impressive resume, but he's also won the Commissioner's Historic Achievement Award, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and his Dodgers microphone was retired. That just shows the impact he has on this team, but also on the city. Now, a little bit more about him is that he discovered his love of baseball at eight when he saw the results of the 1936 World Series at a laundromat and felt a pang of sympathy for the badly defeated New York Jets who had lost the game 18 to four. Wait, I did not actually know that. That's actually pretty crazy. And then it says here that since he lived near the polo grounds because he was a member of the NYC Police Athletic League, he was able to attend games for free and became a very big Giants fan. Oh, how the tables have turned because obviously the New York Giants are not in New York anymore, and they moved to San Francisco. I'm sorry that California has stolen two very historic teams from New York, New York, but that is okay, because y'all have the Yankees and the Mets, but that's another time. But I mean, that's just the other thing, too, is that you see how long his career spanned, the impact he had, and another thing, too, is that he... 
announced his retirement after the conclusion of the 2016 season. And he left open the possibility of calling postseason games if the Dodgers were to advance. But I think with that, it, you know, it was just something where he needed some time to himself. And that's okay. And what was crazy was that when the Dodgers went to the World Series, many Dodgers fans were petitioning for Scully to come out of retirement, including Joe Buck. Now, to have Joe Buck, who, yes, I know people give Joe Buck a hard time. I don't. I love Joe Buck. And to have him say that they want you to come back and do the series with us, that's a huge honor. He just wanted to keep a low profile. You know, I respect that. But I think in this, it was really great to see that people still love him. And then after the Dodgers won the World Series in 2020, it was announced that he was going to narrate the year-end championship documentary. That's a huge opportunity. That's a great, you know, thing to see. So people, you know, obviously love him. And, you know, we're going to miss him dearly. And I think in this, you know, all the awards are going to come in. Everyone's going to say how much they love him. But here's the other thing that people need to think about. With sports, people are inspired by the people who you hear in the stadiums or the people you hear on TV. Vin Scully was very much one of those people. And people are going to continue to be inspired by him no matter what. He was, without a doubt, the best baseball broadcaster of all time. And it's people like him that make baseball America's pastime, but also make sports so relatable. So, you know, you think about all those people who are broadcasters or the people who are taking on roles in the media. More than likely, a lot of them were inspired or influenced by Vince Scully. And I think that's pretty awesome. Now, what about Bill Russell? What was the impact with Bill Russell? Obviously, we mentioned how he was a very well-known basketball player. He's a 12-time NBA All-Star. He was a centerpiece of the Celtics dynasty that won 11 championships. He was the first black basketball coach in the NBA. But here's the other thing about him, too, is that he was one of the many pioneers when it came to, you know, black pioneers, he played with Earl Lloyd, Chuck Cooper, and he was the first black player to achieve superstar status. That's pretty big. And then in 2011, Obama awarded him the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Actually, that's also really cool. We have two players who both won the Presidential Medal of Freedom for their accomplishments. But his accomplishments comes in the civil rights movement. That's right. I think one thing that many people might forget is that he was a big part of the civil rights movement. So kind of just looking at this, the more I think about it is that he is really well known for standing up for abuse, controversy, and really just making sure that he could be more using his platform the way he could. And I really think that's a big thing to discuss too. So with this, he wanted to join in in regards to standing up for what he believed in. I honestly think that's very big. And with this too, he also has some very, you know, well-known moments, such as refusing to attend the ceremony when his jersey was retired, 
refusing to attend his induction into the Hall of Fame. He had pretty sore feelings towards Boston. And I think with that, you know, it just really depends on the time. It depends on the prejudice. But also, you know, you look at the cities that athletes play in, they need to be supported by their fans. It didn't seem like it was. And that's a pretty big thing, too. You know, a fact with this, you know, he's saying how his career was facilitated by white people who are proven anti-racists. And that's, you know, great to know, but it's also good to know that Red Auerbach, you know, is regarded as an anti-racist pioneer for his no-color barrier. Now, I think with this, it's kind of something where, you know, you need to look and see what exactly Bill Russell was doing in regards to civil rights. Now, obviously, the civil rights movement is something that's a big part of U.S. history, And really, it's just something that people sometimes need to remember. Obviously, it's been such a long time. But here's the thing, too. He's from Louisiana. That's the deep South. Obviously, the South is very different, especially when it comes to racism, than it is now. As someone from the South, you know, we have so much history in regards to the civil rights movement, in regards to racism. It's something where it's very worth knowing that many people have seen things of this nature and it can be very scary. It can be very, you know, overwhelming, but I think in this regard, it was something that needed to be looked at. So obviously it's very important that we discuss some of his, um, so what are some examples? What are some things that Bill Russell did that was known for his presence off the court? Well, he was politically outspoken in the unprecedented for a star American athlete. That was a big thing, too. You have to remember that in the 1960s, people weren't speaking up if they were a professional athlete. You know, they were going to be relatively quiet. They were going to do what they were told to do. He's speaking up. He leads a boycott of an exhibition game after two black teammates were denied service at a restaurant. After Medgar Evers was assassinated in Mississippi, he traveled to the city to put on an integrated basketball camp. He marched with MLK, and in 1967, he was one of the prominent participants in the Cleveland Summit, convened by Jim Brown in support of Muhammad Ali's refusal to serve in Vietnam. Let's pause right there. You have three of the most influential athletes in that picture, and they're all supporting one another. And the big thing, too, is that what they did at that time, no one realized the impact of what they were going to do moving forward. So I think in this regard, looking at Bill Russell's time when it came to the civil rights movement, he was a huge icon because he was using his platform for the way that many people are using it now. He set that standard the way that we see how Vin Scully set the standard when it came to baseball broadcasting. For example, in 2020, Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide led a march to focus on Black Lives Matter in regards to the George Floyd murder. It was a big thing for not only Nick Saban to be a part of that march, but to have Najee Harris lead it too. In this regard, you have to think that Bill Russell was a big reason that people started doing that more and more throughout the years. 
once athletes use their platform to stand up for causes they believe in, it changes everything. You think back to Colin Kaepernick when he was kneeling to discuss and to you know boycott police oppression or racial oppression. He was standing up for his platform, for what he believed in. It's people like Bill Russell that made athletes stand up for things that they are passionate about and allowed us to move forward and look at our athletes, not just as our favorite players on and off the court, but people who can influence and inspire the next generation of advocates. Now, actually, we're going to take a few moments and focus back on the South, more specifically, the state of Alabama. Now, I know that after some time, it is important for us to focus on Alabama, especially because I'm born and raised in Alabama. On the topic of announcers, it is something that I have to say with a heavy heart that the voice of Alabama football, Eli Gold, is not going to be calling games for the first part of. And to hear that news, especially on Wednesday, that was very hard for me to hear. As someone who's a big fan of Alabama, as someone who graduated from Alabama, Eli Gold is a big part of Alabama football. And if you've ever had that opportunity to listen to him on the radio, it is really something special. When I was younger, people, when we were just tired of listening to Vern Lundquist and Gary Danielson and nothing but love for Vern Lundquist, we would mute the TV and we'd turn on the radio. And Eli Gold's there, you know, being super excited and he's just, you know, you know, touchdown Alabama. But I think the other thing that's really important is that Eli Gold has been there for 30 plus years. He's been calling games since the 80s. He called the 1992 National Championship, and then he was patient because he was back to call the 2009, 2011, the 2012, the 2015. You get the idea. He's been back to call every recent National Championship win that Alabama has. And he actually called more than 400 straight games until he tested positive in 2020 for COVID, where he lost a streak. But don't worry. He was back in time for the SEC championship game. I'm not going to say that I'm going to be very upset about it because he's doing the right thing. But it's hard. It's hard when you see someone who you've grown up have to you know, face reality. What I mentioned earlier about Vince Scully and how baseball fans feel about him, it's very similar to how Alabama fans feel about Eli Gold, including myself. On my website, I mentioned a few different broadcasters who have inspired me with people such as Jim Nance, Mike Breen, Rich Eisen, and of course, Eli Gold. Now, Eli Gold is from New York. He came down to Alabama and he was welcomed with open arms. He had never even played it down to football, but he's put his heart his love, and his soul into calling games. And you can't just hate that guy. He's one in a million, and Alabama is lucky to have him. We wish you a super speedy recovery, Eli. We hope you feel much better. Chris Stewart, we're proud of you for taking on this role. We know that you love Eli so much, like the rest of us. And most importantly, we can't wait to hear you say, touchdown Alabama just like you had in the past. Now, if you haven't listened to any of Eli Gold's calls 
I will include a short one real quick because I want everyone to enjoy and love Eli Gold the way that all of us Alabama fans do. AJ gets the snap, pressure, screen, Yeldon, 30, 25. Make 20, a man miss. He's going to go. He's yes. Gonna go. He's going to go. Touchdown, TJ Yeldon. TJ Yeldon on a screen, 28 yards. No flags. Alabama in what could be one of the epic comebacks in Crimson Tide history takes a 20 to 17 lead with the extra point to come. 51 seconds remaining in the ball game. Here's Tua stepping back, loads up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown. touchdown Alabama, Devontae Smith, touchdown Alabama. And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. Their fifth national championship in nine years. Their 17th overall. And for Coach Nick Saban, a career sixth national championship. A number matched only by the legendary Paul Bear Bryant. Alabama is back as the champion of college football. But that is going to do on this Friday episode of Jake's Take. As always, thank you so much for all the love, all the support, and just checking in and tuning in every week. It was hard to make an episode like this, but it was meaningful too, especially as someone who has respected broadcasters, civil rights activists, and players. You know, this is very meaningful to make, and I'm so glad I was able to make this for everyone. As always, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon. Google Podcasts, Jake Small Market Sports Take. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Jake's Take Podcast or my personal Instagram, Jake Still 14. Like I said previously, we're going to start focusing more on college football coming back, especially in the small market teams, whether it's in the SEC, Conference USA, the Sun Belt. We're going to check this out. We're going to have some guests on this show. So I'm super excited because we are now officially in the month of football. That's right. Football is coming. It's exciting. But I do also want to make sure that we cover as many topics that are important as always. So as always, thank you so much for all the love, all the support. Continue to be great. Make people happy. Bring smiles. Create your own adventures. Remember the pioneers who helped us get here. Thank you, Vince Gulley. Thank you, Bill Russell. I'm thinking of you, Eli Gold. Chris Stewart, you're going to do great in this absence. As always, take care. Love yourselves. Love each other. Continue to make excitement and great memories. As always, I will see and hear from you all later. Take care.